How's it going, friends and family of the internet? Welcome to the Real AF TV podcast, the show about fishing and random takes from the land of 10,000 lakes. I'm one of your hosts, Josh Labah. And I am Tim Wagner. Tim, March, we're launching one in March. This is, though we're going to stick with ice fishing, this is the downward slope of the winter for us here in the Northern Hemisphere. That's right. Yeah, so we're going to stick with the ice fishing topic still for now. The first one, the fishing, because if you don't know, that's how this podcast works. Fishing in the front, party in the back. Yeah. It's like a mullet. It's like a mullet. Yeah, our show is a mullet. <laughs> <laughs> fishing topic. Got this local news media outlet here in the West Metro area. I think actually Southwest, I think is the name of the, South, the parent company. Anyways, I'm getting off topic here. Like, keep it together, Josh. This is just the intro. And then we will get into the random take. We're going to keep it fishing. One fishing episode here to start off March. Kind of the start of where everybody starts thinking about spring. So I figure out ah, what the hell, dude. Fuck it. Fishing all around. Let's go. One hour. One hour fishing. Woo! We're gonna talk about fish cooks, fish cooking, fish memories of cooking. We're gonna, yeah. we're just gonna kind of dive into that and have some fun. And maybe an hour and a half. Don't, don't use your stopwatch. Just have fun. <laughs> yeah, we're totally uh, the the hour long podcast that goes on for an hour to and twenty minutes to an hour forty five. Yep. <laughs> Fishing one topic. I found this article. I'm just gonna call it carp kill. I found an article. It's a local news media outlet um, about doing some removal. Erda. <laughs> it's Erda. <laughs> I was just thinking I should say it, and then you were just, you were just like about doing some murder. <laughs> it's too perfect. <laughs> oh man, I've been I got Amazon Music because mm-hmm. um, the fam some of the families got Prime and they're just like, hey, you know that you can get Amazon Music because I have Prime. I'm like, what? They send it over. So I just get on a DMX rabbit hole one day while I was at work and I was just like, I'm going to put on DMX on Amazon Radio. It's like, holy shit, that is a weird experience. Uh, there's nothing <laughs> wrong with it. It's just very weird to go back and be like, oh yeah, DMX, that was a moment in time. Yeah, dude. I still a lot of DMX references. I used to do them at work a lot more when I was around other people. Just barking at people in yeah. the warehouse. Arr, 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 arr. Just, I I used to a lot of times like for no reason somebody would say something and kind of giggle and then I get straight face and just be like, "This is not a fucking <laughs> game." <laughs> <laughs> But, yes. the, but the murder, like I know what you're talking about, but the murder, that's Ja Rule. I know, but they murder. were just like, they yeah. were both a moment in time. Like yeah. Ja Rule's trying to do the reality TV thing and DMX just fell uh, off the face of the earth. DMX so. I heard was a crackhead down in like South Carolina or whatever. I don't know what? exactly. Yeah, like you just see him walking the streets. He's just out there doing whatever. But that's weird. Um, yeah, Ja Rule tried to get into acting a little bit and shit. Like, basically, 50 Cent shut his shit down. Yeah. <laughs> he yep. Just and now 50's gone, too. Just poof. Like, where the fuck did that guy go? Right. Yeah. And got rich and died trying? 
Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. Hey. Yep. All right. Well, that has been your early 2000s rap podcast <laughs> from Real AF TV. Um, now back to the show. <laughs> uh, that was great, though. Um, so, yes. Anyways, fishing topic. I mean, we're going to talk about this carp kill. It's murder. Okay. So, you know, it's that time of year where we continue to talk about ice fishing. That's for sure. It's. Yep. So you got to, you know, in the early part of the year, if you live in the northern hemisphere, you got to keep talking about the ice. You got to keep talking about how frozen everything is. And so I found this article uh, because I support my local news media outlet, support your local news media outlet. And they wrote about this, this carp kill that I, that's not what they call it, but that's what I'm calling it. They, the headline is, is 2,300 carp removed from Upper Prior Lake. And I'm just like, damn, yo, 2,300 pounds of carp removed. Oh, like, that makes a lot. That's of a lot of fish. That is a lot of fish, but that's a lot different than 2,300. I was thinking like, that's a lot yeah. of fucking carp. 2,300 pounds, you're cutting it down by like, you know, at, ah, fuck probably like by 10 you know 20 it's probably like 10 maybe that could be like on average maybe like 230 fish if they were 10 pounds a piece jesus you know but yeah i guess when you think about it carp are huge some of them i mean carp in this area are in in south because the so just to, I'm not going to get into the lakes right now. I'll let you finish your thought. But yeah, I mean, this is in the southwest of Minneapolis. Yeah. Well, and just, carp can big. Yeah. And I was just saying on average, because I know it's, the, you know, you can have like three pounders, but I think the state record is like 55 pounds. For a carp? Yeah. Jesus Christ, man. I know, dude. They get real big. Real fat. Oh my God. Yeah, I get, mean, yeah, I know they get fat and I know they get huge, but like. Can you say that again so that my mind can, <laughs> can be blown again? Yeah, 55 pounds. I'm pretty sure the state record is 55 pounds. That's just like, dude, they're huge fish, but 55 pounds is a monster. I mean, I think I about catfish being big yeah. and they're, you know, sometimes you can get a hundred pounds. Some, that's a southern catfish. So I know. Think about, think about like but, 55 pounds, dude. That's the big bag of dog food. yes that's the bag of dog food that you when you get it it's the only thing you have in your cart right (laughs) it's nuts there's a fish that is that big (laughs) yeah it's probably about the same to try to hold like you're just trying to lift it up and it's like kind of floppity there's no real good way to grab onto it you're like how do you hold this thing (laughs) Probably a lot like trying to hold a carp. Yes. <laughs> so the the reason why this is being brought up for ice fishing is because that's the headline because they actually go out right now in the winter when the ice is on and do this. So that's how this ties into ice fishing. That's how this is is an ice fishing topic um, about about carp. It's because they do this all underneath the ice and we'll, we'll get into that. But carp as every well we've talked about it before so i'm not saying everybody knows but carp are invasive to this area and so to think about that there is a 55 pound invasive fish i mean 
what what else would you catch up here besides a carp that's 55 pounds that just is muskie or pike i think the state records are both yeah. in the realm of that they are okay yeah and uh i want to say pike is a little bit less mm-hmm. but muskie i think is like 50 pounds they're in that area yeah and those are fish yeah. eating other fish right carp, and this thing carp just... don't eat fish carp just eat the like the sediment essentially in the lake yeah for i dude i don't know sometimes like i think that that's what they're supposed to eat but i've seen some rutting around in rivers where it's just like i don't know what he's trying to eat but i know that you can like people catch them uh using corn and stuff you know like Uh stink baits so i don't if they're just eating all like the the dead stuff off the bottom and the and the vegetation and whatnot. I don't really know what they eat. The I don't go fishing for them and stuff. But right, the yeah, other yeah. two comparable. Those fish eating other fish, and then you'd be looking at just like a, a sturgeon. The sure. I think the spoonbills get pretty big. Oh, uh, sure. Those are weird fish. I don't really know much are about both of those mostly river fish too. Yeah, river fish. Yep. Yeah, those are primarily Dude. river fish. Like these, yeah. these carp are in lake like crazy. Like in lakes, yes. like of course here in Prior Lake. Yeah, I think I think pike, muskie, and carp have got to be the biggest ones that you just have like swimming around in regular lakes. Yeah. But yeah. carp are technically found on the river too so it's sure yeah of but course, so are yeah. musky and northern i mean yeah it's all on the river but yeah. um other than that i would say uh lake trout but those are in the like great lakes the ones that get real big mm, mm-hmm. and some sam i don't think the salmon get to 50 pounds but some of those lake trouts get big yeah i suppose well yeah of course when you're up in the great lakes i mean that thing sinks ships literally Right. So that's yeah. a whole different. Yeah, that's crazy. Big body so, of water. Yeah, and the carp, you know, the carp in these lakes. So I'll, I'll explain Upper Prior Lake cuz that's actually where they do this. It's called Upper Prior Lake. And it's not a small body of water by any means. If you look it up on Google Maps, it's like a chain of three lakes. And from north to south, um Upper Prior Lake is actually the middle part, which yeah, I guess I I don't know how they named it. Maybe there's elevation there. I don't know. I Google Maps doesn't have an elevation, but anyways, uh, Upper Prior Lake is actually the middle lake in like this chain of three lakes. Um, the lower one uh, is uh, Upper Prior Lake is north. Lower Prior Lake is no. God, I'm really blowing this. It's hard to wrap my mind around because I'm picturing it in my head. <laughs> right. So there's these three three chains of lakes and the reason why i'm trying to explain this is because they're a good size of uh body of water because they're they really are the three of them connected when you when you look at it on google maps uh and so you have spring lake which is actually the southernmost one then you have the you go working my your way north there's actually upper prior lake where they have uh done this harvest and then the the furthest one north is lower prior lake okay so that's a real that's why it's hard to wrap my brain around because it visually 
you're just like, shouldn't lower prior lake be underneath upper prior lake? I don't know what's going on there, but anyways. In this Iceland Greenland situation. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. So uh, I say all that to say, you know, like there's a, it's a good size of water and the, uh, the only two lakes that have this, um, cause it's a commercial fishing operation. So there's two of those lakes. They have this permit to, to do this big carp kill. Um, because carp fuck shit up when they come into these lakes, they're invasive, they're bottom yeah. feeders. And that's where I was, that's where this is all going is, uh, as far as I know, they're just bottom feeders. So they're getting huge off of whatever, you know, just sits on the bottom, which is not, them going after other fish like the pikes and stuff that are getting to you know sort of comparable size right just eating the shit off the bottom yeah and like i said with them rutting around they're stirring all the shit up too like Mm -hmm. they're nasty when it comes to rutting around and sorry i don't want to no i I don't want to i don't want to cut you off on your on your thought but i gotta jump back in here before i forget it because it's been Uh bugging me since i said it Okay. A spoonbill is a bird. I meant to say paddlefish, and I don't know why the fuck it said spoonbill. <laughs> okay. Yes. <laughs> You're right. Now that you say that, I'm like, oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, I said it, and like 30 seconds later, I'm like, I fucking say spoonbill? That's a fucking bird. <laughs> <laughs> I knew what you meant because I pictured it in my head, but good, 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 good self catch. <laughs> yeah. So, I, yeah. You you were right. You were going right where I was going. So I was hoping you were actually just gonna figure figure. But when they're rutting around, yeah, they're like they're rutting. They really stir some shit up, and that's actually what they do. They basically black out the water, and that's why they're such a problem because yes. it's killing off plants. I mean, I, plants aren't getting light properly. Native plants aren't getting right, light right. properly. Screws with the fish. Screws with the water. Algae's bloom starts messing with the oxygen, everything just gets totally fucked up. And that's why they do these mass kills and harvests Some sometimes, um, like particularly in this lake here, in this upper prior lake. Yeah, because, I mean, I haven't, I haven't thought about that a lot, but that totally makes sense that if, if the population grows and the, the water clarity gets worse... It's going to kill off more of the vegetation that's in deeper water. And mm-hmm. the more shit that you kill off, the more CO2 you're releasing back into the water. Because everything that dies goes into the deeper water. So in turn, mm-hmm. they'll end up killing the fish too if it gets cold enough in in certain bodies right. of water. Because the fish retreat. And fun fact for people out there, if you weren't familiar with it, uh, like when people talk about the winter kill, when the water gets cold, a lot of people think that the fish all freeze. And that's not the case. When the water gets super cold, the fish retreat to deeper water because that's where the warmer water is. Mm -hmm. And when they retreat to the deeper water, the decaying uh, stuff is actually using oxygen to do that decay process and releasing uh, CO2 and there's just no oxygen. So they end up going too deep and suffocating. Mm-hmm. So there's, the water runs out of air. I mean, there's right. there's less water 
Yep. So the this it doesn't disperse right. The gases in the water they don't disperse right and yeah, and I never even thought about that until just now where it's like, oh yeah, they're rutting up shit, they're making the water worse. Yeah. That's killing off vegetation and killing off vegetation could in turn kill off other species plus they're eliminating you know, making it harder for them to to find their food and stuff too. Like you would think that some mm-hmm. of these fish that have become accustomed to being able to sight fish and chase I, down their I, shit. All of a sudden, they're having to use their other sight. senses. Yeah, they're having to go all uh, Jean Claude Van Damme in, <laughs> in blood sport. <laughs> yeah, in blood sport. <laughs> all of a sudden, his eyes don't work. He's just gotta just gotta hone in those special skills. Make him say Mateo. <laughs> Is that what it's? I can't remember. Is that what they say? Mateo? I don't know, man. I haven't seen Bloodsport in so long, but well, you, you just there's some things you don't forget, you know. I just yeah, I just remember there's like a certain word that you say when it's like they give up, and they have that weird cross-eyed big dude that got his ass whipped oh, yeah. in the in the in the hospital bed. He's just like, "Did you win?" And he's like, <laughs> he made him say Matei, and he turns to him and gives him that big shit-eating grin with the fucking lazy eye <laughs> cracked me up so hard the first time i saw that scene <laughs> anyways sorry getting distracted. No, that was great. I, I love i love sidebars they're so good they're like especially a blood sport sidebar i'll take that all day <laughs> oh my god so uh yeah so the it kind of back to where this is all going is the water gets so shitty, right? That like it causes problems for the native species. Actually, the Spring Lake and Upper Lake, uh, Upper Prior, here in that chain that I was trying to describe and did a poor job of earlier, they were called impaired lakes in 2002. Mm. So that's almost 20 years ago already, really, when you think about it, right? They were called impaired lakes. Right. Basically, the water was just so shitty. It's just like, well, you gotta, we gotta do something about it. And so, um, that that is kind of how this all started i guess is not that was a series that was what started a series of events that made it like hey uh we need to start taking care of these invasive species in a much more aggressive way so they started to get permits and stuff like this and it wasn't until 2016 that they finally got approval to do uh this special kind of fishing that they do and it's called uh crap uh i'm going to i'm going to blow the pronunciation because it's uh it's it's s e i n e s it's scenes yes that's how you say it scenes s e i n e s it's a it's a type of net fishing okay uh, generally speaking net fishing is illegal in minnesota so that's why you have you know permits and all this stuff and that was how they just were like we're going to get permits and we're going to really take care of these fish. Um, but scenes fishing, that's what it's called. I'm pretty sure I got that right. Um, and it's giant net fishing. You've, you've seen ocean fishing, right? Where they like basically drag net. That's what it's called in the ocean. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's pretty much that where they get, they get a big net and they kind of either scoop, underneath and bring it up and out but it's not drag netting because they don't they don't just like 
hit the bottom and drag a big bunch of uh, net across the bottom of the you know ocean floor. <laughs> it's not like they're yeah. floating the net on top, dropping it all the way to the bottom and just dragging it through. Excuse me. They're they're dropping a net in into the lake underneath the ice through these holes, and then they're using a submarine <clears throat> to navigate a net that is somewhat open to to sort of push these these carp up towards uh, more shallow water. But I didn't I didn't describe the net very very well but do you know what i mean like with the ocean fishing yeah i mean like i've saw i've seen where they have um they have like a net that's weighted it has like weights all around the outside Mm -hmm. and they grab it and then they just huck it both hands they huck it and when they do it really well they let it go and it'll fan out and just uh you know like a big yeah hundred foot circle land sure. in the water and then it, the weights go down and I'm assuming it just kind of traps anything in there. And then when you pull the the rope tight to bring it in, I'm assuming it's kind of like the drawstrings on your hood where it just yeah. kind of closes that up and then you just catch yeah. whatever's in the net. <clears throat> yeah. This is kind of like that in a way, uh, in a, in the sense this is there, there's no throwing it. Like I said, they actually drop, right. They drop the net through these holes which is crazy. And did then they, they almost scoop. Did it say why they do this in the winter? Is it because the fish yeah. move slower in the winter? Yeah, no, it's even, it's even cooler than that because they can find them schooled up. And that's how this, that's why this net works so well is because it's almost, here's a way that I can describe it. It's almost like you take a volleyball net, right? You drop it in the hole, yeah. you drop it through, through the hole, you put submarines on it and then you just scoop this, net around a school of fish you scoop okay. this volleyball net around the school of fish um that's crazy so i yeah. suppose that they're like less active in the winter so that they have an easier time finding them too like the water's not as murked up well the thing no they do they can get more futuristic on them than that so they started to tag them like they just started tagging carp Okay. And so they'll walk around with that uh with that big fucking antenna that uh looks like uh, it looks like the antenna that you used to see on top of houses so that way you could get uh the TV oh, signal out yeah. of the cities. Yep. <laughs> walk around with one of those because there's carps that have radio tags on them. And then they just find you know carp that have this in it and it's like, "Oh yeah, hey, they're schooled up right here." Now they don't know why they school up. I think it's probably because of invasive species, right? We don't know too much about like their native behavior. Okay. Um, that that's sort of what the article implied. <clears throat> but the uh, the person that was being interviewed for for the article was just like, they're not eating, they're not breeding. We don't know why the hell they do this, but Weird. there's always a huge school of them just sitting under the water. They're basic, so he, they're basically like saying they're just suspended there, right? They just come into the shallows and they just suspend themselves for the whole winter. That's it, so weird. 
Isn't that weird? Yeah, that they're just like, yeah, we're not a hundred percent sure on why they do this. That's yeah, <laughs> but uh, that's what they do. So yeah, they walk around with the ice uh, with the antenna. They find the radio tagged ones. Uh, they drop the net in and they start scooping them up. Is basically how it works. Um, and it's just so weird. I don't know. It's so weird to think about that because, yeah, they're slow. They're basically frozen, suspended fish, and they can just scoop them out of the water. And uh, they just cut a bigger hole because they just net them and keep moving the net closer and closer to shore. And they have a bigger hole so that they can pull out 2,300 pounds of carp. Because obviously you're not getting it back through the auger hole. <laughs> right. No, fuck that. You probably won't get one of them through there. Right. Yeah. No, I didn't even think about that. With how big carp are. Yeah. Some oh of, my God. I've seen videos where people catch relatively large sized fish and they literally are like, have to let the line out and get the auger and try to drill a couple of holes like right next to it. So they just make a bigger hole to get the fish out. Oh I've never God. I've never seen anybody land carp that are like state record worthy. I've seen some carps pulled through the ice like in I want to say like a couple of Asian countries and like Russia and shit, but a lot of those are relatively mm-hmm. thin ices where they're not using augers. Just a real crude oh. hole that they like smashed through with a rock or whatever. Really? Yeah, I see a lot of different videos on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess so. That's that's pretty interesting though. Yeah, it's pretty crazy that they're just the you know, the the ice looks like it's maybe like two or three inches thick and they're just like, I'm just gonna go smash a hole <laughs> with a rock right where I'm standing. You guys <laughs> you guys got more balls than me. I'm not trying that shit. <laughs> that's what I was just gonna say. That's a fucking ballsy move. My yeah. god. <laughs> yeah, or maybe stupid, you know, like I guess I wouldn't I don't know if I should say that they have more balls than me, but I definitely, you know, I'm not trying that for sure. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> just like, yeah, no. no. Way. And maybe because I come from a country where I can just purchase something that'll drill a hole. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, like, I, I get it. Maybe yeah. the rural, this is the rural right. area of that part of the world. Then it's right. like, that's how they go and get fish in the wintertime. Yeah, if I lived over there in their situation and, like, that's how I got to go and get my supper, then it's probably a completely different story, you know? Like, <laughs> right. I got to feed my kid. Give me that fucking rock. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. Good point. And, and speaking of feeding, hey, segue. Uh, this this whole operation is actually commercial fishing. I've already I said that a couple times, but... Um, the reason why I say that is because there's commercial, there's commercial fishers that go out for this. So, uh, it's all, you know, well-coordinated and regulated and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, they're doing it for basically for DNR reasons, I guess is the best way to put it. But there's actually a commercial market for it, which I was surprised. So once they get them up, you know, once they get the net up and out and they're, they're filling, uh, or the, once they get the net up and out of the water, they have to, they start sorting through it. And it's these commercial fishers that are out there and they're in their like big old dually pickup trucks with this fish tank in the back, filling up the long box. <laughs> right. And yeah, so the giant trucks out on the water 
<clears throat> and they start to sort through all the carp because, you know, it's a net. It's not a perfect system. And they throw all right. of the like sunnies and shit that get wrapped up in it um, back sure. into back into the lake. And they take out all of these carp. And I was just like, what? There's really there's a market for this. Now, we'll get into the food part of it. I fucking eat a carp for sure. But where's carp on the menu? Smoked fish. I don't, I don't I don't think I've ever heard I'm sure people eat it but I don't, I've never heard of it being in any dish I know that they smoke carp and that's about all that I know like any mm-hmm. fish I think white fish are pretty close to carp and people seem to like that I think I've had it before but it's not my go-to smoke fish like it's not that much cheaper than salmon like if I'm gonna buy smoked fish I'm going salmon but right you're talking uh, about what, like white fish isn't that much cheaper that's what you're talking about yeah i don't think it's that much cheaper than salmon it is okay. for sure but like our like if i'm buying it pre-smoked mm-hmm. like if i'm smoking it myself uh, right. for sure i'm buying salmon or i'm just gonna catch my own fish and we'll just go with it you know whatever smoke, i got yeah, whatever yeah just yeah. smoke whatever you got for sure yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, that's the only yeah. thing I've ever heard about carp too is that it's it's smoked fish. I mean, it's cheap. They said it's like thirty five to fifty cents a pound. Um, it sounds Damn. like that's what the that's it sounds like that's what the the fishers were getting. So you got to think what they must be getting a little more. They must be selling it for about double that. But still, I mean, if you think about a dollar per pound fish, yeah, if you saw that in a market, you'd be like dollar per pound. What the fuck, really? So that, yeah, that's cheap for sure. Like no shit. I want to say like when I buy salmon, you're looking at like, I don't even know. Over 10 maybe? Yeah, probably. I want to say like a, a, yeah, I want to say like a, a plank where it's like a pound and a half. It, it'll be, you know, um, just trying to estimate it. Yeah. It's not, it's like not even the size of like a dinner plate. And it's oh, yeah. like it's like sixteen, seventeen dollars for that. Mm-hmm. Right. Where yeah, which is probably close to a pound, <clears throat> just a little bit over, like you were saying. Yeah. I mean, salmon's yeah. delicious, so you but can't. But salmon really, is yeah. delicious. Way, yeah, way you different. Can't really, yeah, you can't really compare it to carp, but. Yeah. Well, um, we've never had carp though either, which is something I think we might have to change. True. You know, true. Because but I, I, would, I would assume if it was even close to salmon, it'd be a lot more popular though. <laughs> right. 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 That's a really good point as well, because, well, we would fish it more, right? We wouldn't have to have these like specially set right. up <laughs> scenes, fishings, or yeah, I probably screwed it up. Anyways, yeah, we wouldn't have to have these special like net fishing, freaking mass kills to try to take down an invasive species it was people would just be out there doing that naturally right yeah and instead people are just catching them and throwing them in the rocks along the sides of the rivers yeah which is not cool people don't do it no nope. it's an invasive species but you're not just supposed to murder them to murder them <laughs> right <laughs> like you they they suggest that you you keep them but that you use them. And if you're not going to use them, then put them back. You know, yeah. like they say even just use them as fertilizer. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I've always heard fertilizer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, bring them home and throw them in your compost heap. Yeah. Which is, which is, that's kind of one of the things that I saw here. Well, this year, so COVID's fucked the market, of course, right? Because these usually, it said they usually go to like New York and stuff like that. That's where the, um, 
most of the kill ends up going is once these fishers take them to the processor, the processors usually end up shipping them to like New York and stuff. So okay. I'm assuming that, you know, they're going to restaurants based on that. But the short version of it is COVID's got the market totally fucked. So I don't even know what they did with this 2,300 pounds well, that they have. I was, but yeah. I, I was know. surprised that they didn't say fertilizer. Like they said, they send them out for food. Is this, is that's what it implied. But I was just like, well, hmm, I would why wouldn't they, they just sell it around here? There's tons of, fucking farms i think i would think that they could probably put it in other uh meal type food like dog food or whatever yeah cat food stuff like that where right they're just like you know real fish with bits or whatever you're like what the fuck are bits (laughs) (laughs) real fish with bits of fucking prehistoric yeah fins (laughs) you're just like all right whatever Looks like you're getting some real fish with bits tonight. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I know I would assume that they're probably like shipping them off to like uh, different Chinese mar- or like Asian markets and mm-hmm. stuff because good point. That's, that's where, where it's native. To. Yeah, that's where it's native to. So mm-hmm. I would assume that they, you know, are pretty well versed with eating it, right? And cooking it, cooking it, and, it and, yeah, however you can it cook good. it, right. Yeah, again, I hear that the smoked part is really good. I know me and you have been getting into the smoked the smokes cooking. Oh, yeah. Dude, we should figure it out. I, I think we should figure it out and maybe make an episode on that. Is like, let's get some fucking carp and let's figure out how to, Dude, I will, how to smoke it. Yeah, I would definitely. I got to figure out how to catch it first. Like, yeah, right. I don't know anything about carp fishing. Like I said, I know people like catch them with corn, I think. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I've How heard. do you get like, muck off the bottom of the of uh, the off the bottom of a lake and yeah. put it on a hook? Yeah, from my understanding, it's like uh, you know, you kind of it. Like I've watched some videos where it's almost like it was real weird bait, dude. They were almost making like these weird, like bait balls where they were putting like oh, Kool Aid yeah. mix what? and like corn and like other yeah, and they were just like making like this bucket of crap and then they're just kind of like forming it around a hook and they just toss it in and let it sit on the bottom yeah so it smells right and the carp will come suck it up i suppose right i think it's kind of like it's food and then like the the kool-aid must give it like a little bit of a bitter scent i don't know i think being bottom feeders you know they kind of just suck in stuff and then eat what is food and and spit what isn't spit what isn't and they're just, yeah. you know, kind of adventurous like that, thing. just sucking up. And they're just like, this smells like something. Right. <laughs> it smells <laughs> like something. Yeah, I really don't know. <laughs> yeah. No, that's a good point. Yeah. I think it'd be fun because I think this is, a, I think it'd be a challenge, right? For both sides of things, like you just said, with the fishing and with the cooking. Because, well, I don't know, like, we're doing it for the first time. Let's see what happens. And those right. fish are crazy. Like I said earlier, with the 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 ancient fins, those things are armored, dude. So, dude, yeah, they're going to be a way different experience. They're hardcore. I've hit a couple, like with lures. I, I think on an earlier episode, I told a story about how I snagged one in the dorsal fin. But I've hit a couple oh, reeling yeah. it in and had like, I get my like. I swear, I felt something for a second, and I'm like, damn, I thought I had something. And then I get it up and I have just like one giant scale on my hook. 
Oh my God. Yeah. And you're just like, Oh shit. I hit a big one. <laughs> oh my God, dude. That's crazy. Yeah. It's happened a couple times. Wow. Yep. That's, that's real. That, that, that's real fisherman experience right there. <laughs> Cause I'm just sitting over here going, Holy shit, dude, that's insane. How do you even do that? Well, fish a lot where carp live. <laughs> It'll happen. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's I, maybe I, I can remember it happening twice for sure. Mm-hmm. I want to say maybe even more than that, but you know, you yeah. do the math. A couple hundred thousand casts in the river and yet you, you hit one here and there. <laughs> Just bound to happen. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Well, I hope I didn't screw up freaking scenes net fishing too much and and blow some of these descriptions i know i was struggling uh hope i didn't sound like a complete asshole and you guys hung in there with me yeah i don't think they care at all all i (laughs) all i could think about and it's it's partially just because i just watched um american psycho for the Mm -hmm. first time i don't know if you've ever seen that movie Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so christian bale's character in that movie yeah but oh yeah batman but he's not batman in that movie he's like he he puts on this persona like he's almost happy and he's just you know like people think that he's a nice guy and he's totally not like he's a serial killer in the movie yep but um all i could think is like his character when you were talking about how they don't know um why they do what they do and in because in that movie he has a couple of moments where he'll just drop a random fact about like another serial killer you're just like yeah you know that ed gein yeah said that the the he wanted to do two things to women like follow him home and just you know be nice to him and then he wondered what their heads look like on a stick and everybody's like what the fuck and all i could think of is like that character just being like yeah so uh they're not the fish aren't from around here and uh they're just under the water they school up they don't eat they don't mate and i thought uh we should kill them all (laughs) (laughs) everybody be like what Like, oh my god, is that guy a fucking American psycho? What is going on? Right. But then there's like a couple of people that just get in the huddle and they're just like, is it, you know, that was creepy how he said it, but he makes a good point. Let's just fucking <laughs> make some money off these things. We don't want them in here anyways. And everybody's like, yes, uh, second that. Hi, hi, here. Yep, yep. Hi, hi. All right. Hi. You guys have it? Yep. Get the submarine and the volleyball net. <laughs> <laughs> We're about to kill us some fish. <laughs> Murder. Uh, <laughs> so go over to the YouTube video because I'm going to put the link in the description for this article. Sometimes I felt like I really kind of fucked up the descriptions and some of this stuff. So I would, it's a good read. That's what I'm trying to say. It's a good read. So I'm going to have that in the YouTube description at least. So yeah, check that out because it's a good article. Uh, let's take our break and get into the second topic. Let's go. All 
And we're back, Tim. It's time to talk about fish cook. I don't know why that's what I put in the doc. To fish cook. We're fish cooking. Fish cook. Fish cook. Short so you- lunch. Fish fry. I don't know. It's like two syllables. Maybe that's. It just seemed easier. It just it just feels right. <laughs> I Even agree. though it feels so wrong. <laughs> 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 oh, it's so wrong. But it's right. Ah, <laughs> uh, so yeah, I wanted to talk about fishing because we, we we talk a little bit about fish cooking, I think, in some other episodes. But I really wanted to get into it here, like, because we've cooked fish together before, and I and I knew I know that we talked a little bit about that back when we talked about walleyes in some of our early episodes. Yeah, like before we got these sweet mics. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I felt like throwing that in there. I don't know. It's, I like it though. Like I'm pretty happy with mine. It just puts me in a better mood. Even like mine glows red. Like just yeah. turning the computer on and seeing it is just like, oh, it's time, <laughs> baby. It's time. Let's record. Here we go. <laughs> I guess in, in my head, I'm Bruce Buffer. As soon as I see the red light, I'm just, and now it's time. <laughs> Let's get ready to rumble. <laughs> ah, that's not Bruce Buffer. That's the old guy. I don't even remember who, who his oh, name shit. was. That's not Bruce Buffer? No, Bruce Buffer is the, the UFC guy. The ready to rumble guy oh. is the, like, he does the boxing. I don't remember what his name is. Yeah, yeah. I don't Dude. remember his name either, but Bruce, I knew I knew Bruce, Bruce Buffer by name. I yeah. mean, I knew that he was a fighter guy. I mean, Bruce Buffer has a little bit more of a rasp to him. I like his yeah. more because he's just screaming almost like it's rock. <laughs> just like it's <laughs> he's, he's just, time. Yes. And the and the other guy's just super clean. Just like let's get ready to rumble. Yep. Not not it's good, but I mean, it's you know, it goes with the mean. times. Let's let's jump into uh, some some cooking some cooking stuff. We talk because I don't know. I just like food. Maybe that's just me. But I <laughs> always want to bring up cooking cooking stuff. If anybody's stuff. seen our pictures on Instagram, it's definitely not just you. <laughs> <laughs> nobody looks at me and that go and just be like, I bet he doesn't enjoy food. <laughs> I bet he likes a nice kale salad with a with a responsible vinaigrette, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> responsible vinaigrette <laughs> i don't know <laughs> i love it <laughs> oh god that's the best description for a food <laughs> item just ever is that how healthy people talk <laughs> i'm not not part of that world i guess <laughs> i don't live my life in the kale world <laughs> <laughs> no Kale, I don't understand kale one bit, dude. Like, I'm no. fine with the salad. I don't I put it like in kale. a stir fry before. I put Did kale, you? Like, if you put kale in a stir fry, you can, it does, because it's got some bitter to it. So if you get it in, yes. like, a, if you get it in a, um, like, a stir fry that has, like, teriyaki on it or something like that. And oh, yeah. And some snow peas, you know, those little bit sweeter fruits like that. That, that totally works right. out because it kind of cooks down anyway because it is a leafy green after all. And I, Yeah, that I, could, I could see that working with other stuff. But when you put it in a lettuce or in a salad, Dude. for me, like, all you did was just make my salad bitter. 
shitty. That's, yeah, that's real. what it was for me. Like that's the yeah. only time I ever had it, and just no. Don't things. eat it raw. That's all I have, and that's. But that's the way to do it, right? Eat it raw. Like that's the thing. If you eat kale, you eat it raw. It's like no, no, no. I guess kale's kind of gone by the wayside, though. Like, I, what's from, the new super like from now? like what Kambucha? I hear? You know, it's like I would I would hear people talking about it, and then it just fall off. Now it's all about just the styles of eating is what you hear about, not the actual oh, yeah. foods themselves. Yeah. Everybody's all out there with their they're vegan and they're keto and yep. I'm just like I'm gonna eat it if it tastes good. I don't like, give what a about fuck. that? Uh, what about that good food over there that just tastes awesome? Right. They're just like, but that has animal product in it. And I'm like, yeah, because that's the best yeah, stuff. The, the best stuff is animal product. The best stuff is animal. Speaking product. of animal product, dude, <laughs> let's talk about fish. Let's talk. Okay, so seriously, to talk about fish and and good food is. I wanted to talk about how catching and eating, right? Yeah. Yep. Going going hand in hand, catching and eating. And that's something I think I hope people have picked up already on it for us. It's like, yeah, I mean, you you're a bass fisher, right? I mean, there is a sport about yeah. bass fishing where uh-huh. you're going out there and you're catching and you're releasing, and that's a thing. But you know, you eat bass too. We eat bass. I've eaten bass. I've been out fishing with you, catching bass, and we eat them. Um, yeah. But like, it, it there there is a reason to go out and just catch fish and eat them. And uh, growing up in Minnesota, that's something you get. A lot of people get taught from an age, from a young age. I mean, I've been doing it my whole life. You. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Like I feel like. In you know certain parts of the 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 world, like you know down in Nolens, everybody knows what like Zatarans is. You know it. You know there's I, I don't the, I don't know what Zatarans are even. I love Nolens cooking. I've oh, been well, to Nolens just to eat I mean, basically. It, it's a, it's <laughs> a, I don't know what that is. It's a it's a brand name. I think oh. it's like of like rice and and other seasonings, or maybe they just do seasonings. Oh, it, but like is yeah, it like short short Oh shit. Shore lunch. Shore lunch. <laughs> no. So so it's not like shore lunch. It's it's different, but like that's the that's the point that I was gonna get at was that like people down there know Zatarans, you know, people like uh over uh on the on the west coast, I'm sure they have, you know, whatever you know the I I ran out of examples already. <laughs> but but the, the point I'm making is like you started bringing it up and and it's shore lunch. Like, you know, you, you might not have remembered it right off the bat, but it's like, yeah, what's, is it like this? And it's like, mm-hmm, cause mm-hmm. everybody here knows what that is. Right. And it's yeah. fish and it's fish breading. Like. Yeah. The seasoning and the breading fish. in one bag. You just like, you have shore lunch. If you're going fishing, that was kind of the thing is like, yeah. Hey, we're going to go crappie fishing. So uh better pick up shore lunch uh, on Tuesday because Saturday we're going crappie fishing. Yeah. And I don't, I would assume that we're not the only place that has shore lunch, you know, that it's probably. Yeah, it can't be right. That's not a Minnesota like exclusive thing. That has to be a nationwide no. brand. Yeah. And I mean, it, it's possible that it's maybe just like a Midwest thing and it just doesn't spread sure. farther than that. But yeah, yeah, I, I would assume that it's right. something that everybody knows, but like here, 
we're we're the land of ten thousand lakes, man. We're all literally like a ten minute drive away from a lake. Yeah, we we can go catch a fish and you can go eat. Yeah, like uh, the winter sucks for homeless people here, but in the summer, if you were homeless, you're always not that far away from a meal if you know how to fish. Yeah. Yep. So it's true. It's very true. <laughs> Almost all the water has fish in it and edible fish at that. Like, I mean, carp are edible even, you know what I mean? Like it was. Oh, it, dude, carp are edible. Being... And if you knew how to store it, oh, like right. that's your, that's your food for a whole month. <laughs> yeah. Cause, <laughs> right. Cause they, they can get big, but with the shore lunch thing is, is fried. It's deep fried. Like why, why do we deep fry like fucking everything? Like why do we just deep fry fish? Is it because it's easy? Or just because it's fucking straight up delicious, like both, you know. Yeah, <laughs> it's with fish is a delicate um, deal, you know, and sure. and deep frying it when you put that batter on it or the breading, like once it deep fries it, it holds it together better, so mm-hmm. it, it becomes mm-hmm. easier to eat even after you deep fry it. Like when you bake it in the oven, you can get it crispy, but. Baking it is hard too because there's a lot of water in the meat because of how we store it a lot. Like if it's fresh and and it comes out and you do like a brine and then you dry it off real well, you can bake it. Mm -hmm. But like a lot of us, we catch the fish, we fillet it. Right. We put it in a bag or like a a Tupperware thing with water and then it goes into the freezer and then it just gets frozen into a block of ice until we're ready to use it because... Oftentimes, you'll go out and catch a, you know, <clears throat> you'll have like four or five people, and yep. y'all get your limit, and that's just too many fish to eat <laughs> in one sitting. <laughs> right? Yeah, that just becomes quite a bit because you never have just fish either. Like that's, you know, there's always like fucking cornbread and rice or right. know, something else with right. it. It's never baked just beans. the fish flavor. Baked beans. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So it's always a lot. And I'm glad you brought that up because I had fish for Valentine's Day. That's always the one day a year I get to bring fish into the house and cook it because we each get our own special uh, protein. Oh. And I always get fish. And nice. I got a cheap fish this year, but it, I got a pound of cheap fish this year. Is What'd ocean you get? perch? O- oh, ocean dude. Perch. Yeah. Some of those um, ocean fish are cheap, but they're delicious, man. Yeah, it was really good. Super white, super flaky. I actually did the two ways. I did a, the deep fry, like you said. I made a beer batter, so it was really fluffy and crispy. And yeah, I could just pick it up, and it was just like, uh, it was. It's like a fish stick style almost, right? Where you can you can pick it up with your hand. You can dip it in the sauce. You can take a bite, and it stays together. Then yeah. I did the other half. I actually broiled it instead of mm. yeah. So I seasoned the shit out of the top of it, almost like a blackened fish, but I didn't. Um, I didn't leave it in the broiler until it got damn near burnt. Like, you know, that's what the blackening season is, I guess, right. or the kind of. So, yeah, that, that and, but you're making a great point. Is it the fucking thing just like fell apart? You could like the yeah. individual, I don't know if they're muscles or whatever. I haven't gotten into that part of the cooking or the anatomy of the fish, but it, it's it just like flakes apart. It's like muscle fibers basically is oh. how it kind okay. of, yeah. And it, it's just how their muscles move, you know, the whole body goes back and forth. Yeah. So like it just kind of has a yeah. snakey motion, but it that's what you're referencing, like that S right. where like the head is to the left and the tail's to the right, and then they just keep 
waving through like that. I mean, that's how it fucking swims, mate. Yeah, and an S is a perfect way of explaining it because not all the fish do it to like actually form an S because they just can't with their body shape. But like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, before like a muskie or northern strikes, like it goes into an S shape. It's how it generates its force to take off. Mm-hmm. When you when you see like a top view of a of a pike or a muskie right before it strikes, mm-hmm. it's it gets into that S really shape. Yeah. So at wow. saying it's an S is perfect. But it's like it make, coils almost. Like it's again the snake reference. It's like yeah. coiled up like yeah. before it and bounces. It, and it, wow. Yeah, and it like coils up and it has that energy and then it just shoots straight and releases it. Well, I mean it just doesn't shoot straight. It's not like a fucking arrow. It, still use it it uses its tail you know it shoots and then it uses its tail to keep it going right 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 um yeah dude it it, the um i forgot the point i was making on that oh the just just how the just how the muscle moves you know it's all Mm -hmm. one piece there's like fibers holding it all together but once you cook it like all that stuff holding it together breaks down and then you just Mm. get those flakes yeah yeah, they're really good. Like that time we smoked the the walleye. Yeah. It it did that. It did the fall apart thing. That's why that's why walleye is such a popular fish because it mm-hmm. is that like okay. beautiful nice white flaky meat. Like that's mm-hmm. that's the, you know, real um uh trademark i was trying to there's no, a different that's, yeah there's no, a different a good point it's like the signature yeah. of a walleye right is that yes it's is that really tender flaky and mm-hmm. it's and again i guess it gets deep fried a lot but like that time that we smoked it even though smoking is like a dry heat method that walleye was not dry yeah and it it stays um it stays like a little bit firmer too. It doesn't just mm. fall apart quite as mm-hmm. easily. Mm-hmm. You know, it's something about the walleye is like it's tender and white and flaky, but at the same time, it doesn't just like fall apart super easy like some of the other meats. And that's yeah. why it's super popular in restaurants. Like if you go to a mm-hmm. restaurant in Minnesota, mm-hmm. um, a lot of times you're going to see Parmesan crusted uh, walleye. And those yep. are, you know, they're probably broiled, like you you were talking right. about. Sure. Which That's is, if people are familiar or unfamiliar with cooking, broiling is basically grilling upside down. <laughs> upside down. Yes, that's exactly yeah. the word I was going to use too. <laughs> it's just, you know, you just got a bunch of heat and it's directly above the meat instead of directly below it. Yeah. So... Yeah, yeah, and it works. And so, with, yeah, with fish, that's actually quite a big difference, right? Because even with these perch, they were, the skin was sort of there. Now, that was going to be one of my questions is like, bes- okay, so you've had a lot of different kinds of fish. So I'm going to ask a two part question is you've probably eaten and paid more attention to, to the fish when you eat them and catch them and eat them than yeah. I have. Yeah. So, yeah, okay, we kind of got in the walleye and how it falls apart and stuff like that. Um, a walleye, um, you know, hunts fish behaves, uh, hunts behaves is a different kind of fish than the bass or the crappie or even perch, right? When, in in the way that they live and behave and all that stuff. So when you do 
catch them and you do eat them, have you really noticed how that like the muscles break down and fall apart? And then I'll, I'll ask the second question because I realize this is getting long. <laughs> so do you do you recognize that? Like, do you recognize the difference between oh. catching the different or catching and eating the different fish here in Minnesota? A little. I mean, it's not a huge difference, but it's, you know, enough that if you're eating them back to back or like I have a bunch of fish when when depending on the size that you cut them in and stuff when you're deep frying them all with the same breading sometimes it's hard to tell sure but yeah you know depending on the different ways you cook them yeah i've been able to tell the difference like crappie and walleye are easily the two best fish we have yeah like they're just nice clean white flaky meats that are delicious and Mm. But mm-hmm. like sunfish, bass, they're all still really good. Northern are good too. They're just yeah. a bigger pain in the ass to clean. Oh, right. Yeah. We talked and about that in a previous episode. Yeah. With yeah. The Y-bone. Yep. 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 And when I was younger, like we had, um, before I really knew what we were doing and stuff, we had some bass that were a little bit on the bigger size, you know, like, yeah. Nothing crazy, but like a three pounder that you definitely should have put back where I think like if you're going to eat bass, like try to keep it in that like pound, pound and a half fish, you know, mm-hmm. realm. Mm-hmm. Those are still going to give you like really good sized fillets. They're not small sure. fish. They're just small for bass. Right. But a three pounder, those are, nah. It's like, <laughs> it's like the meat is, um, those ones you can tell when the, when the fish get bigger and it's probably because it's just hard to cook it all the way through properly too. It's oh, like the meat's sure. almost like mushier. Oh, you know, it's not, it's not as like, it doesn't cook firm. Yeah. It, it's, it's kind of hard to explain. It's not, no. it's not mushy, but it's mushier the, than the nice yeah. white well, yeah, flaky the, fillets of the walleye, you know? Right. The texture is way different is, is what you're saying is, yeah, because it's not mushy to the point where it's like fucking baby food or something stupid like that. Right. It, it just doesn't have, um, it doesn't have that almost, it's not crunch, but like the difference between biting into a steak and biting into a burger, right? Is a steak right. has that structure still there in the muscle. Yes. And you can feel it as you like chomp through it. And then there's a burger. It's ground up. All the fibers have been broken. You cooked it. It just, you just bite right through it. It's just boom. Right. Done. Right. And uh, uh, I, I like where your head's at, but um, it's even less drastic than that. It's like a ribeye versus like a sirloin. Oh, okay. Like, sure. You know, it's just, they're very similar, but one's clearly better you know <laughs> but that, and sure, that's why sure. it costs more <laughs> <laughs> yes very good point and so when if you remember when you were cooking this walleye i want to stick with that meat because well it's so fucking good but when we were smoking that walleye and i've never heard of anybody doing that before um i don't know if it's just the area because uh, again we deep fry everything i don't so i don't know if it's just like a lack of exposure or whatever, but yeah, people deep fry carp, right? We talked about that. Yeah. Deep fry carp. No, people smoke carp. We've talked about that. We we, yep. we talked about that. And that's common. Like, I think everybody just goes, well, yeah, you preserve the shit out of this giant carp fish. Okay, whatever. But I never heard anybody smoke walleye. I remember when we were working on it, I was like, 
are we doing this justice? Like, is this a bad thing to do? You know, uh, like (laughs) from a culinary perspective, is this like a a sin that you're not supposed to do? Like you don't ever grind the the pork tenderloin because that's actually flame and yawn. So you never grind it. It's like, is that what we were doing to the walleyes? Why? It was fucking awesome. I'd do it again in a second. Yeah, no, no. It's, I think it's just that like when you want to smoke fish, um, the the fattier the fish, like it seems like the better it smokes. And oh. the walleye is just a pretty lean fish. Like right. salmon has a lot of the, um, you know, like the omega three fatty acids, those like yeah. healthy fats or whatever. Yep. And those just smoke better. Like it's sure. just you know it. There's there's a different texture to it, like a different mouth feel when you eat those. Like mm-hmm. it, and. I think is far like the walleye would probably be close to the same price as the salmon, but sure the I'm sure you could buy salmon or like smoked walleye at like a Maury's fish market, like okay. or like a fish market in Minnesota. But as far as commercially goes, like people just don't raise commercial walleye. I think I think they're a little bit. Um, Finny, more finicky fish. Oh, I think you can commercially like farm raise salmon, and Easy. even in the spots where they're wild, I think mm-hmm. there's just more of abundance where you can like commercially fish them. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it's sure. just a, it's just a little bit harder to do. Yeah, with walleye. Yeah, no, that's I, a good point yeah, that, about the that's, fat thing. I never thought right. about that. That's that's just my opinion. Is that it's not always, you know, is it good or not? It's uh, from like a money standpoint too. Like, sure. Is this can gonna... the market support a certain? Yes. Like, can it can it from can the market support it from getting the fish out of the water to it going? Is like there's only enough walleye for a commercial market to support people putting them on fucking hoagie buns and selling them as deep fried walleye sandwiches. Right, and <laughs> that's and, all there are that are coming out of the water. <laughs> right, and and in the you know the Midwest, really, where the majority of your walleye are coming from, um, we can all go catch walleye, and if you go to right. buy it in a store, mm-hmm. it's just as expensive as salmon. Where right. I can go to a lake and catch a walleye, I can't go to a lake and catch a salmon. Right, I might as well yeah. spend the money on the fish. I can't just go catch myself. Yeah. No, good point. Yeah, so, really good point. And so, actually, that's a, the thing. I made leftover. Sm- I made dips with the. I made a smoked fish dip with the dude, leftover walleye, and it was. That I think awesome. thinking about. Yeah, it was fucking great, dude. What'd you? And what'd you? What'd you scoop you it, it with? Okay. Yeah. Uh, it was. It was mayo based. I think which all fish dips are, and if I, because there's salmon. There's like salmon dips. Um, and that's, I think, kind of where the inspiration came from was like, we smoked this fish. I've heard of smoked salmon. I'm going to keep going. So, yeah, it was like, it was a mayo base. Uh, I put uh, pepper, a little bit of uh, oregano, I think it was. I'm trying to think of what herb it was, but a little bit of oregano, some garlic powder, some onion powder, um, and paprika. 
Yes, and some paprika. So I just had ma- nice. basically just a mayo base. I did put a little bit of um, lemon juice in there for acid too. Oh yeah. Yep, and because that always goes good with fish, so I threw it in there, thinned out the mayo a little bit with that, and then the walleye just fell a fucking part, and there's just these chunks of walleye meat in there. Oh, dude, it just cracker. One of those it just was, yeah, just really, okay. <clears throat> Yeah, dude, that sounds nice. Yeah, and it was so smoky. It was like, but the perfect kind of smoky. It was so good. And that was with the leftovers, because remember, I had to come. Dude. I had to transport it all the way back to my house. I had been sitting in the fridge for a few days, and I was like, I got a fucking idea. Something about fish and crackers, like, (laughs) just works, man. It does. You could just put like a little piece of smoked fish on a cracker. Or, you know, like, I feel like some of the fancy restaurants come with, like, little baguettes with little smoke piece of fish on it. And then, like, some capers yeah. on top of that. Like, yeah. use your appetizer. Just snack on this shit. Or, like, anybody that thinks that pickled herring is gross. Like, if you yep. didn't put it on a cracker, you fucked up. You yeah. know, just don't just eat that shit. Put yeah. it on a cracker, yeah. and it's life changing. To have just a piece of pickled herring, you're like, eh, I don't know why people mm. like this stuff. Not Slap that. it on a Ritz. What? Oh. I get it now. Makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, and that's actually one of the things I want to do for Real AF TV. Is I want to make pickled pike, and I think I've said that before. I don't know, but I don't care. I'm putting it out there now. We oh yeah, make we it should. Happen. We should do that. I I've never pickled anything myself before, but um. When you when you pickle pike, if you get a smaller one, the pickling process actually dissolves the bones. You don't even have to worry about fucking with that Y bone. No. Yeah, isn't that sweet? Dude, that's so cool. It probably adds to the flavor even too, because it's dissolving oh, yeah. the bone into the brine or which is I mean, yes, right. it's a brine, a pickling brine. I mean, whatever. Don't fight me over it, internet. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, dude, fuck yeah. That's so cool. Oh my God, we got to do that. We got to make an episode about pickling pike. Probably not through the ice though. So we're probably going to have to push that one into the, the warm, but you can pe- you can catch pike in the ice. I know that. Don't, I get tip, it. Yeah, tip of fishing, a lot of people. Is that catch, how the pikes? Yeah, usually? a lot of people catch the pikes with the tip of, I mean, you can catch them all sorts of ways, just like you can catch any other kind of fish. I've caught a pike through the ice before. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. Fucking mayhem. <laughs> so, <laughs> sometimes, like, when you have, like, multiple people, they yeah. take it and they just run with it. Oh. And the one time I caught a pike, it ran and it, like, tangled up everybody else's line immediately. Oh, fuck. And there was a dead stick sitting over in the corner. So a dead stick is, like, a a rod that's set up with, you know, just whatever's on it. And it's in the hole and it had, like, a bobber on it or whatever. And nobody's attending to it because you can have yeah. two lines per person. Yep. So in it's, it's can, near yeah. it's near the person that's tending that hole, but they're not right there. And all of a sudden that rod goes like beelining for the hole and he has to dive <laughs> to save the rod from going in. And it's just a small pike, but it just fucking wreaked havoc for like... <laughs> 30 seconds just shit hit the fan <laughs> everybody in the ice house just running around with their Every- arms flailing oh, oh one person yeah i catch a fish and everybody thinks they got something oh fuck i got whoa shit oh. <laughs> then they everybody realizes real quick what happened when it when it hits everybody but yeah <laughs> it was a intense moment <laughs> that's fucking awesome dude <laughs> um 
when when we, I'm going to bring it back to that walleye one more time because this is something I don't ever hear about again. Okay. Um, and so yeah, we're basically we're hitting things, and I don't even. This was supposed to be about stuff we have done, and I'm bringing it to like, hey, what what about? But so I've never heard of a walleye Fuck being it. smoked. We did it. It was fucking sweet. It was really yep. good. And now I want to make pickle pike. Never heard of it. I think that we can nail it. And then that walleye we caught just so happened to be full of roe. Like its egg sac was full, right? Yeah, we, it was. When you yeah. cut it, it was like, oh, shit. Yep. And I was ready to eat it. Like, I seriously, I'm not necessarily afraid of weird food. In fact, you know, go follow us on Instagram, R-E-E-L-A-F-T-V. Most of the things have me tagged in it, and I, I just put weird food on my own personal Instagram. And roe, sushi, uh, no, roe's not sushi. <laughs> caviar. Roe is caviar, fish eggs. It doesn't matter. You get it in the sack. It's called a roe sack. Right. And I was fucking like, dude, I think I'm going to eat this thing. And then we inspected it further, and it looked like it had something in it, but the fish was clean. But the roe sack seemed yeah. to have something Well. I think this. I think the sack was like already, um, like open. Oh yeah, it had been broken too. Yeah, yeah. it was like broken into it, and yeah, yeah, maybe there's some. I can't remember what it was. Yeah, but whatever it was, we were thinking about it, and then we were just like, eh, I don't know about this. Yeah, yeah. So we ended up just going, okay, those are guts. But how come I hit up Andrew Zimmer on? fucking twitter once i added him and he didn't even at me but I'm like come on bro geez you should know if anybody you live in minnesota you have a show called bizarre foods and i ask why is nobody talking about freshwater caviar right from, and he didn't get back to me come on dude andrew i know you're listening get back to me bro we shared a moment at the about a foot long stand you can't just you reach out. Yeah, I was there and I was getting a foot long and I looked up and you were there and you were getting a foot long and we didn't talk, but it happened. It was a moment. You guys don't, shared a moment. Don't act like it didn't happen. I mean, <laughs> like I saw you and I'm like, that's the guy from Bizarre Foods and you saw me and you were like, there's a guy. and you know so let us know freshwater row or what bro yeah what the fuck dude that should be a that should be a shirt freshwater (laughs) row or what bro People oh my like, god! What the look f- for it soon on the Real AF TV <laughs> store. That's realaf.tv slash store. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, that's great. But yeah, it was seriously like a thing that we I ha- we had that moment where we were just like, well, I mean, it's just this is caviar because you've had caviar before. Like you've had fish roe, you've had two of right. I mean, yes, you eat sushi. You fucking had yeah, dude. The sushi there's all with sorts the little, of different um orange balls on top yeah dude there's all sorts of different colors i don't know if that's a dye thing or if fish like some fish literally have different colored eggs but i've had all sorts of different green and red and orange and it's always on top of sushi i have no idea what fish Mm -hmm. it came from but it's dope it looks so good oh my god like i can't i don't even know if i i honestly can't couldn't tell you that i can taste the difference between 
one with row and one without, but there's a little bit of a texture difference. And mm -hmm. I'm taking the one with the bright orange row on the top every time. <laughs> just fucking caught my eye, dude. It, I'm doing it. <laughs> it just looks cool. So to keep on the topic of sushi, have you ever made sushi? Have you ever personally like made sushi in your house? I have not. Um, just really because I'm the only one that would eat it. So yep, we're on the to, same page there. Yeah, to go gather everything that it would take to do it. Um, it's just never. Yeah, it seems like really. a one-off. Like, oh god, I just bought all this shit because you need like the bamboo roller to really actually get it right, and then you got to have the fucking seaweed wraps and yeah, and the rice. Not... Now that's different. Rice, you know, that sticky rice can anybody can eat sushi rice. That's delicious, right? So, oh, yeah, yeah, because you can you can do other stuff with that, you know, right. Right. But, but yeah, I'm with you on that. There's yeah, the, I've never made it either, even though it's, it's like not, super intriguing. Right. And you have to I mean, maybe it's more common now. Um a while back when I looked to do it, uh, I don't think sushi was as popular as it is today. And I know mm -hmm. that the seaweed wraps themselves were kind of expensive because I think oh. they were a little bit harder to come by. Yeah. Okay. Um, so maybe you can get those a little bit more reasonable price. Mm -hmm. But they also come in like bigger packs. Mm -hmm. same same shit with like a egg roll wraps yep. like yeah. i'm just like i want to i want to make like five eggs. five egg rolls dude <laughs> do i really need like you know what's the small pack like 30 it, right yeah <laughs> seriously it's <laughs> like 50 egg roll wraps and you're just yeah. like shit I'm not gonna make this many egg rolls can we just have <laughs> smaller packs please <laughs> seriously um one time i did i made um, kind of like a tuna tartare. That was the closest I ever got to making like a quote unquote sushi. Um, I probably shouldn't have done it because I, I don't know if we can get sashimi grade food here. And I know I didn't put enough acid in it to if you, have it acid cook. You yeah, know what I mean? Like if yeah. you put enough uh, vinegar bet, or enough lemon juice or whatever, the acid is quote unquote cooking the meat. Right. So I bet the I fish markets, I, I bet the fish markets have... You can get sashimi grade. You think so? I would. I would think. Yeah. I. It, I think it probably depends on what fish you're talking about. Sure, because like tuna is common, so you like tuna is common sashimi grade fish. So, like that yeah. should be the easier one to find, even here in yeah. Minnesota. Yeah, good point. Well, right, and like I mean, the Maury's Fish Market is pretty popular. There's a couple of them, and there's like one. I know there's one in the cities, and I know that there's one up in motley and i'm assuming that there's a couple more but the fish are shipped there whole oh so you, shit so they the, do the butchering there yeah in the, so in these mori's yeah oh, shit, I didn't yes know right so you're getting fish that is being filleted you know it's it's frozen like the they clean out the cavity or whatever and ship the whole thing but then you're getting right. fish that's fresh filleted here you know so huh. even though we're in the middle of the country the, the was, fish is being it actually, left the dock as fresh as it could frozen i mean they all get frozen still the united states requires that even like everything gets frozen even if it is going to be eaten raw it has to be frozen first it's a it's a requirement it's like that's how you cook it i guess if if it's going to be eaten raw it has to be frozen first because anything hmm. below zero basically is considered like freeze cooking not they definitely in don't those have words those, but it is right i didn't that i was not familiar with that and they definitely don't have those rules in japan because mm -mm. there is a mm -mm. dude there's a show called dining with the chef oh yeah that oh i love it it's What's that on 
Oh, uh, I see it on PBS. Oh, shit. Uh, yeah, dude, you should check out Dining with the Chef. Yeah. Some of the episodes are better than the others, but they do like the stereotypical, like, Japanese over the top. Like, every time they take a bite, they're like, Ooh. <laughs> oh, no. yeah, I love it. <laughs> and, and they're just so happy about everything that they eat. But there was one episode where they go to the fucking dock and they have like this little scoop net and they're scooping out these like translucent little fish oh. and they put them in a in like this thing or whatever. And they're like, yeah, well, the seawater is basically like brining them already or whatever. So they're sure. just good to eat. So they yeah. just grab a couple and eat them fucking live. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just straight sure. up the thing. I've seen nom, that. Nom, I, I, nom, I, just yep. munching on them. What the? F- yeah. No, I've seen that before, though, dude. It's it's really cool. They're baby <laughs> fish. Yeah, they're really right. tiny baby fish. And, and they're almost like noodles in a way. That's that's why I thought it was kind of crazy when you were like, oh, we have to freeze them here. And over in Japan, they're like, freeze them? We're not even going to fucking kill them. <laughs> <laughs> Just eat them. I'm going to wiggle around while I chop it to pieces. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. That's crazy. I went to, we went to a fish market in Sydney and um, I got a squid of all things. I fucking picked up a squid. Um, different lots of that's a longer story, but it doesn't matter. So I got a fresh squid and I chopped that some bitch up and I made squid rings. And it was yeah. so fucking dude, mm. it was so good. Eat more squid, people, seriously. Um, but again, I deep fried it. I deep but fried don't that get it, don't get it at the cheap restaurants. It'll it'll ruin your fucking experience oh, unless you sure, know that sure, somebody sure. knows how to cook it there. Don't just That's why go, I go to a restaurant with a chef in charge, or like you know that this restaurant was put together by a chef. Is like it has a head chef somewhere, even if the head chef isn't there every night to cook the food. Right. You're yeah. right. Like, don't go to fucking Chili's and get the caviar. No. Yeah. God damn it. It's not caviar. Tim, fill me in. Calamari. Thank you. Yeah. Go. Don't go get the calamari if you know that it's like. Yeah. Well, you know, they're just like. Ask the chef, how do you prepare it? Well, I take it out this plastic bag, and then it says I put it in a deep fryer for four to five minutes. <laughs> and you're just like, all right, uh, yeah, I'll have the soup, please. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, yes, yeah, because that fresh, that fresh one is absolutely the best. And it's and again, it's I'm not patting myself on the back here. I'm just saying this is like fresh fish market. Walked that son of a bitch back to our apartment. I chopped it up, deep fried it. It was that like that was the whole process. It was fresh in the market, bam, boom, yeah. And it was fucking great because I know I just had to turn the bread brown. <laughs> like, right. That, yeah. That's the that's the objective. Yep. And and just so everybody out there knows too, I'm not hating on the calamari. It's not like it's gonna make you sick or whatever. It's that the way you prepare it can be like here is a delicious you know fishy kind of different treat for you or if it's cooked wrong or prepared improperly here is some fish flavored bubble gum that you'll <laughs> eventually swallow when you're sick of chewing on it because you're never going to break it down enough nope it's like a fucking it's rubber band dude it's so fucking rubbery if you cook it wrong it gets so bad yeah yep yep 
for real. And that will ruin your calamari experience if you yep. have one of those. I was just listening to something where one of the guys was talking about, you know, just don't let shit like that deter you. Like he, yeah, he was talking real. about Thai food and he was just like, I had Thai food once when I was younger and I was like, oh, Thai food sucks. And it was like, no, that chef sucks. Thai food is fucking awesome. <laughs> Seriously. You know, it took him like years to give it another shot. And then somebody's like, dude, no, you got to try this. These people know what they're doing here. Yeah. Yeah. That's so. that's a really, really great point about the whole thing. And that's it's also something that I would like to encourage the listeners to when you get fresh fish, like if you get the opportunity to pull a walleye out of the water and eat it and you you have the opportunity to eat it fresh, right? Uh, if you yep. got more than one or even take one side and, and deep fry it, sure. But take the other filet and try something different with it. Throw it on the grill, you know, throw it under the broiler. Try Try something different because deep frying is delicious. We already talked about that. But like, it's not the only way that you eat fish. It's not the only way to eat fish. Really give other ways of eating the fish a shot because it, it tastes so different. Deep frying, you know, bread, oil, it's kind of hard to fuck it up as long as right. the fish itself yep. is actually good, you know, a good fish yep. too. So, but yeah. give, it a, give it a shot, man. Give and it even, something else. Yeah, and even deep frying it, switch that shit up. Like sure. there's shore lunch out there. Um, they're not a sponsor. Just you know, everybody knows who they are. Yeah, right. There's Shore Lunch. There's Andy's. Andy's has one that has a little bit more of a like a dill in it, almost. Mm, so like the breadings nice. are a little bit different. Those mm -hmm. are breadings that we're talking about. There's also batters. Batters right. are completely different. Even how you put the breading or the batter on your fish. Yep. If you just dredge it in a little bit of milk, or not dredge it in milk, but you put a little bit of milk and then dredge it in your in your uh, breading and then throw yep. it in the fryer, mm -hmm. or you dredge it in flour first, then dip it in egg, then put it back in your breading and throw yep. it in. That's going to give it more depth to your, you know. Yeah, that the, double, the that double batter like that. Yep. Yeah, different texture, like. There's a bunch of different stuff you can do with breading oh, yeah. and batters to to really bring the the flavor out. You know, like a beer yeah. battered uh, walleye. Yeah, beer batter. Is That's what I just awesome. made on Valentine's Day. I made a beer batter, and it's fucking crazy. And a yeah. lot of it actually has to do with, and I the the recipe that I based mine off of. It was very specific. It said very cold beer, and I was like, huh. I wonder what the difference that makes, but I know, I, I don't know exactly why, like what the chemical process of a very cold beer was with all of it, because you're basically just pouring the beer into flour, but I know the carbonation does some shit, right? Because it's bubbly yeah. and the way you mix it up and it totally changes the texture. And when you were talking about like flour, egg, another flour, dude, panko, right? Oh yeah, dude. Jesus. If you want some nice, crispy, Parmesan-crusted stuff, like panko, uh, that's the breadcrumbs, man. Panko. Japanese, man, they just fucking do oh. everything better. That's all there is to it. Dude, it's so cool, too. Like, the whole process. Uh, Alton Brown um, talked about it on one of the episodes of Good Eats. 
and mm-hmm. he basically explained it as like take a screen door spread batter on it then electrify it like that's how you make that's so fucking cool (laughs) like that's that's not how we're making breadcrumbs over here (laughs) (laughs) no we wait until the bread gets old and stale and we throw it in a fucking food processor (laughs) right that's it or even if we don't wait till it's old or stale it's still the food processor like we take one big chunk of bread we make it real hard and crispy, and then we pulverize that stuff into little tiny bits where they're just like, yeah, I'm just going to fucking zap it. <laughs> like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fucking charge it up. Oh. oh, man, we're going to have to do another topic on this. We are going to make this a two-hour podcast if we do not <laughs> stop because, yeah, obviously we love fish and we love cooking fish so here you go thank you for listening here's a full fish episode from start to end we better wrap it up though we're definitely going to talk about this more and again because remember that time we were crayfishing at that river in wisconsin you guys were bare handing them apple river yeah we got to talk about that one but hey there's a there's a cliffhanger for another day so everybody please Follow us, share this with your friends, especially if your friends like eating. Everybody loves eating, so share it with all your friends. Even if your friends are just like, I'm not really that into food. They're just, they suck. <laughs> they like food, bro. They're just being dumb. <laughs> R-E-E-L-A-F-T-V. You can find us at realaf.tv. That's the website, and that gets you connected to all our social medias and the fucking like five platforms that we are on for podcasting. We appreciate your support, yes. sharing, and subscribing, and I don't know, all that shit that you have to do to, uh, you know, get your numbers up. Yeah. And I want to retract my statement. I thought about it for a second. You know, if your friends don't like food, then just don't tell them about this podcast and just don't talk to them anymore, period. Get rid of those friends. To get rid of them friends. Like, why, why do you call these people friends? <laughs> Who doesn't like food? It's important. It's important, <laughs> damn it. Get them out of your life. <laughs> They're poison. <laughs> oh, shit. All right, Tim. That's going to do it for the Real AFTV podcast, a show about fishing and random takes from the land of 10,000 lakes. We... <sighs> I <laughs> uh, ran out of breath on that one. I had to really give her a, like, hey, well, hold on. I got lightheaded. <laughs> started like this. It sounded like the start of that, like one Linkin Park song where it's like the noise, it's like a synthesized noise of like a shit going down the drain. <laughs> You're just like, we. <laughs> Call me off guard. <laughs> 